Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Catholic aerobics. Why do we sit? Why do we stand? Why do we kneel? Why do we do that half-kneel thing? What's that called again? Oh, yes, genuflecting. Friends, today it's all about explaining to us the actions in the church. This is not Catholic aerobics, although it might seem like it to those who walk into the Catholic church. But as Catholics, do we know why we do what we do? Well, today let's talk about that a little bit. So, friends, believe it or not, there's a reason why we do what we do. Our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, and when we come to Mass, when we pray, we use our bodies to show reverence to God and also to help to place ourselves in the presence of the Lord. So let's talk about some of the postures that we use at church. The first posture that's very important that we should all learn is what's called a genuflection or genuflecting. A genuflection, friends, is almost like a half kneel. It's when our right knee should touch the ground. And this is to take place to show our reverence that we are unworthy to be before God. So anytime we enter a Catholic church and we are in the presence of Jesus in the tabernacle, each of us are called to genuflect before we get into our pew at church or if we're just passing by. A genuflection shows reverence of our unworthiness before God as we get close to the earth, but we recognize that it is almost like a half-kneeling posture, which also shows that we are reverencing Jesus, who is the King of glory. You might recall when kings and queens walk by, the proper thing is to bow to them, or if you're a female, to curtsy. This is a sign of respect. Well, the way that we show our respect for Jesus is by genuflecting. Now, some of you out there, and you know who you are, and God knows who you are, and let's face it, sometimes your priest knows who you are too, do these half genuflections, this quick like half kneel in the middle of the air and That's supposed to be good enough. Friends, let's take the time to show true posture and make our right knee touch the ground. Often when we do the genuflection, it's also nice in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament to make the sign of the cross. Well, Father Rico, I have knee problems, so I'm not able to genuflect. Okay. Well, the way that you can show your reverence for God is what's called a profound bow. So the profound bow is not meant to be just like a little bow from our head, like we're a bobblehead that we just got from our latest Blue Jays game or hockey game that we attended. But rather, from our waist, we are to bow to show true reverence to God. So if you have physical ailments that don't allow you to genuflect properly, which is your right knee touching the ground, 
Then, every time you are near the tabernacle or you enter or leave the church, a profound bow is from your waist. So you're actually using your whole body to show reverence to God. And again, why do we do this? It is to show reverence to God and to realize that we are not worthy to be in his presence. And it puts a smile on the face of Jesus. We shouldn't just fly into the church and go into our pew. No, 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 no. Let's make sure that we give reverence to God. So it's saying hello to the Lord without using words. Another important posture in our church is kneeling. And when we kneel, we are using our bodies to show a level of respect, again, in dialogue with God. When we kneel, if we see someone who is kneeling, which means both knees would be on the kneeler or perhaps even on the ground, we would recognize that this person is praying. This is a posture that is very well known, so much so that if you just look at somebody from a distance and see them kneeling, you would recognize they're likely talking to God. It's so important that we kneel when we enter church, and it shows once again that we are showing the reverence and respect to God and putting aside the distractions in our minds. Some of you, when you come into the church to kneel, you're cheating by putting your bum on the pew. What's most important is that we keep our backs straight, and it's showing God that we are giving him the proper posture. Friends, let's not cheat. Sometimes we do this without even thinking about it. And it is so important, friends, that we realize that our attentiveness to how we speak to God and how our bodies are in front of God gives him the respect that is his due. So if you're notorious for kneeling down and placing your bum on the pews, Let's straighten up so that we can actually show Jesus the proper posture. Just like when we stand for the anthem, we don't just kind of shrug our shoulders. We're supposed to stand at attention. So when we are kneeling, our attentiveness to have a straight back allows us once again to show the respect to God. But Father Rico, what happens if I have a medical problem? Friends, those who have medical problems, of course, use your bodies as much as you can. God doesn't want you to be in agonizing pain in your knee because you need a knee replacement. It's obvious that you could just be seated, or indeed, perhaps your rear end does need to touch the pew. But for those who are like me, 39 years old, we can certainly straighten up our backs and give Jesus the respect that is his due. Another posture we use in the church is standing. When we stand, we're showing respect. At a sporting event, we stand for the national anthem. Many of us hear now the, the comment, for those who are able, please stand. And this is true in the church too. Once again, if you have a physical problem, then you are exempt from some of the postures of the church. But for the rest of us, standing at church shows a sign of respect. We stand as Mass begins and join in the processional hymn. We stand for the gospel acclamation, the Alleluia, or in Lent, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We stand throughout the gospel. We stand for the creed and the prayer of the faithful. We stand during the prayer times and also as we sing our recessional hymn. 
So it's a sign of respect. So when we stand, let's not lean on the pew. Let's stand and once again show our bodies that we are reverencing God by being attentive to how we stand. Another posture that we use in the church is when we are seated. The sitting posture allows us to really focus on what's happening. You'll notice that we are seated at Mass during the sacred scriptures, the first reading, the responsorial psalm, and the second reading. Just like at school, students are seated because when we are seated, we are more likely to not be distracted by things and focus on learning what it is that is being taught to us. So for the reading of sacred scripture, we are to be seated in our pew and being attentive to what is being proclaimed for us. We are also seated when the priest prays his homily or delivers his sermon. Once again, the purpose of this is so that we are listening to Father or the bishop or the deacon who is preaching to allow us to truly be attentive to how God's word impacts our daily lives. And then finally, friends, through the other parts of the Mass, we are seated to help us to realize that we are united in prayer as we participate in the Mass parts, especially in the Eucharistic prayer during the liturgy of the Eucharist, in which the priest prays those special prayers on our behalf. Another posture that we use in the church is the sign of peace, where we are called to shake hands with one another. Now, this is important during Mass, that we don't just shake the hands of the people we know, or even the people that we like. In the shaking of hands, it's not, Hey, John Paul, did you watch the Maple Leaf game last night? Rather, the shaking of hands, which is not just in church circles, but in social circles, a sign of respect. When we shake somebody's hand, we recognize that there is a friendliness or perceived friendliness between the two parties and a respect level. So when we're giving the sign of peace to one another, let's also look the person to which we're shaking their hand in the face. And also very important that we are willing to allow a stranger to shake our hand too. Even if we've never met them before and we don't have any beef with them, so to speak, or any need to be reconciled with them, by offering the sign of peace, we are suggesting that the hope and the love of Jesus can be shared between one another. If you continue to not feel comfortable in shaking people's hands, you might be familiar with the peace sign by holding up two fingers. This also at least exhibits that you do care about the people around you. So if you're unwilling to shake hands for health reasons or perhaps personal reasons, then at least place your two fingers that are visible to one another and say the word peace be with you so that the people in the pews around you at mass can also realize that you are living the Catholic faith, that it's not just about you and Jesus. Another posture that we might use during Mass is bowing. You see that many times people may be bowing their head. Perhaps when the name of Jesus is said, people bow their head to show reverence for the name of Jesus. There are times in which you see that the priest bows when he passes the altar. And so every time we pass the altar, we too should bow. 
whether it's a small bowel or even better, a profound bowel from our waist, as I taught us earlier in this podcast. But the bow also helps us as we prepare to receive Jesus in Holy Communion. We bow just before the priest or the minister of the Eucharist, not because we're bowing to them, but recognizing that we are in the presence of Jesus in the Eucharist and are unworthy, but our hearts long to receive him in our souls. Also, you'll notice that the altar serves the priest throughout the Mass as things are passed from server to priest or priest to server, there is more bowing. The lector at Mass bows to the sacred scriptures after he or she proclaims them. These bows all show reverence to God. And during the offertory, when the gifts of bread and wine are brought forward, you'll find your priest bowing to the gift bearers, and the gift bearers are invited to bow to the priest as well. Friends, these are just some of the reasons why we do what we do, what I call Catholic aerobics. If you ever watch a practice for a basketball team or a hockey team, you'll notice that they actually go through the motions that you might look and say, well, they never use that in a game. I wonder why they're doing that. And we might rationalize that it's stretching particular muscles so that the athletes don't get hurt. They don't want to pull a groin or pull a muscle of some kind. Well, as Catholics, friends, the use of our bodies in a very clear and calculated way helps us to remain humble before God and show the reverence that is his due. So the next time we find ourselves in church, let's not just go through the motions but rather use these ways of creating body language to show our love for God. So now that we know more about Catholic aerobics, let's use our bodies as temples of the Holy Spirit. For God's Playbook, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us on our Ko-Fi ko-fi or gofundme at god's playbook podcast thanks and god bless